Yeah, the starting lineups, uh, the starting lineup rather for the Pittsburgh Pirates against Jack Billingham, who is a record of 14 and 7. He has not only uh, one decision against the Bucks. He lost to Pittsburgh on that July 14th ball game, and the Bucks went on this winning streak, two to one to Bruce Keith. The last time up, it's one of his fine ball games of the season, beating the Los Angeles Dodgers two to nothing. That was last Wednesday. Rennie Stennett on an eight-game hitting streak will lead it off against him. He'll be at second base. Richie Hebner will bat second and play third. Al Oliver, also on an eight-game hitting streak, will be in center field. He'll bat third. Willie Stockton on the cleanup spot, hitting his 20th home run last night and extending hitting his hitting streak to eight games. will be in left field and bat fourth. Richie Zisk will bat fifth. He'll be in right field. Doing the catching and hitting sixth, Manny Sanguian. Ed Kirkpatrick will be at first base. He'll bat seventh. Batting eighth and playing at shortstop, Frank Tavares. And the pitcher will be right-hander Larry Demery with a record of two wins and four defeats. His other win, besides the Mets' victory, came against the Houston Astros at Pittsburgh. Now he's looking for his first win on the road and against the tough ball club, the Cincinnati Reds. Pirates have won seven of their last eight and are only two and a half games out of first place. And as I mentioned, for the first time this year, at even 500 with a record of 58 wins and 58 defeats. And they've gotten better every month as the season's gone along. August starting off well. Stennett will lead it off against Billingham. We're set for baseball. I'll tell you more about Steve Blass, who'll be joining the ball club in uh, later in August. Curveball, swung on a miss by Stennett, strike one. Pirates have announced that Blass will begin a special visual program in conjunction with a California Oculus in hopes of regaining some of that pitching proficiency he had. Ground ball, right side, base hit by Stennett. Nine games in a row for running. Bucks started off quickly last night with a run in the first inning. And start the same way here against Billingham with a line single left field by Stennett. Blast, by the way, will be put on the inactive list, the temporary inactive list. That's effective tonight. And he'll start this program with the California Oculus. And then we'll be joining the Pirates out in San Diego on August the 22nd to work with the pitching coach, Don Osborne, and hopefully be able to find some of that uh, pitching skill that he so suddenly lost. Hebner, line drive, base hit up the middle on the first pitch. Stennett holds at second base, but strong throwing arm of Geronimo, Geronimo respected in center field. Hebner and Stennett with back-to-back singles, and the Pirates are running at Billingham here in the first inning. That'll bring up Al Oliver on an eight-game hitting streak. Scoop's got a single his first time up last night and went on with three more. He had a fine night going four for five. He's batting at 3.05 and has an eight-game hitting streak going. Seven home runs. He's driven in 49. The Reds playing him to pull the ball a bit. Concepcion playing behind Stennett, keeping him honest. Now gives way. The pitch outside. Ball one. Red's the only change tonight at third and behind the plate. With uh, Dreesen going to third, Bench going behind the plate. They had Plummer catching last night, and Bench playing at third. Billingham takes a look at second base. The 1-0 pitch. Line drive, left field, another base hit. There'll be a play at the plate. They're going to hold Stennett right there in a strong throw, cut off by Dreesen. That ball got out there so quickly that Stennett had no chance to score. But three well-hit balls. Singles by Stennett. Hebner and Oliver as the bases loaded and nobody out and Stargell stepping in. The 
Rennie had no chance at all, and very wisely, Bob Skinner held him there with uh, Stargell coming up. Willie on an eight-game hitting streak, batting at 3.01. Banged his 20th home run last night. Off Clay Kirby, a two-run shot. He's in with 68 RBI. Richie Zisk waiting on deck is getting very close to a record in the National League. He has had RBIs in nine consecutive games, and should Stargell keep it going here, he'll have an opportunity for an RBI very quickly in the first inning. Billingham will wind up with the bases loaded. The Reds, of course, playing back to the double play. They'll give up a run to get two. Willie takes a strike. Very quickly, loosening in the Reds' bullpen, Pedro Bourbon. The windup in the 0-1 pitch. Curveball, swing and a miss, strike two. That big, lazy curveball of Billingham's. It's very effective against left-handed batters, and he got Stargell out in front this time. Will he try to put the ball in play someplace here? But Billingham on top of him. Curveball, he struck him out. Big strikeout. That keeps the double play possibility alive, and the Reds could get out of it with a ground ball without a run scoring. But that's up to this now to keep it alive here and possibly get a base hit. Wasted no time on Stargell, just using three pitches. Zesk has had RBIs in nine consecutive games, and it didn't take too much of a metal giant to figure out the reason for that. Three guys in front of him, Stennett, Oliver, and Starchell, are on eight-game hitting streaks. So he's had a lot of opportunities to drive and run, and he's taken advantage of it. RBIs can be a very misleading statistic. Billingham, with a lot of time here, is taking... Quite a bit of it. Finally gets the sign. The pitch is in there, taken by Zisk, strike one. This is why Billingham is a good pitcher. A record of 14-7. and seven. He is high in the National League with wins. When you get in trouble, you're able to work your way out. He's not out of it yet. Just tried to do something about it. Foul off the third base side, strike two. But Stannard Hebner and Oliver wasted no time at all going right after him. And he's wasting no time at all. Coming right back after Stargell. And that's it. He's thrown five consecutive strikes. This guarding the plank now. Takes a fastball inside. One ball, two strikes. Pretty good pitch. He backed him off the plate with it, though. But look in the windup in the pitch. Curveball. Ripped down the third baseline. It's going to be extra bases. Stennett scores. Hebner scores. Oliver's coming to third. He'll move in there, and Zisk has doubled in two runs. He now has driven in runs in ten consecutive games. One more game tomorrow, and if he does that, he will tie a National League record set by Mellock in 1929. He hit a curveball. And the pitcher, Billingham, got it out over the plate too much. He wanted to go farther away with it, didn't get it out there, and Zisk comes through with a very key double, and boy, he's been a big bat for the Bucks. 72 RBIs. He leads the club in that category. And the Pirates jump off to a 2 nothing lead. He has picked up Stargell a number of times like that. Does it again here tonight. Runners at second and third on that double, and Saggy in the batter. Still only one out. The game could very well have uh, hung in the balance right there if 
Dillingham's able to get out of it with a double play ball. You never know. Momentum is a funny thing. You might force them to go to their bullpen a little more quickly than they had hoped to with their star going, Dillingham. Sagian has a seven-game hitting streak on. The infield back. That's short in second. Inside, the pitch is taken. Two balls and no strikes on Manny. Pirates have won seven out of eight in 21 of their last 30. And moving up in that Eastern Division race, two and a half games off the pace of the Cardinals, even 500. Chopping ball up the middle. Concepcion comes up with it. He has the play only to first. But an RBI and the Pirates lead three to nothing. Oliver scores. Sagiev going out six to three. This moves over to third on the play after Oliver scored. And the Pirates have made the most of this first inning. After Billingham gave indications of working his way out of it, striking out Stargell on three pitches and getting this no balls and two strikes. Sangi now in with 48 RBIs. Kirkpatrick is the batter with a runner at third, two down. Homered last night, the big two-run shot his third of the year. Takes a pitch on the corner, strike one. The home plate umpire is uh, Bob Engel at first base, Frank Foley. Second base hit, Sudol, and the third, Bigley Wyatt. The windup by Billingham in the pitch. Curveball hit deep to right field. This one may be gone. Drifting back, Foster looking, going, going, gone. Home run, Kirkpatrick. Spanky Kirkpatrick. Hits home runs in consecutive ball games here. His bats come in the life. And the Pirates lead five to nothing. Sparky Anderson coming out to the mound. And we may get a pitching change right here. They'll do it. They will take out Billingham. Now their big ace will depart in the first inning. And we'll get a look at a guy named Pedro Borbone. Pirates had a long look at him the last time we played the Reds in Pittsburgh. Not too long a look, or Daryl Patterson, I guess, had the best look at him. He had a hammer whack on him, and Barbone decided the only way out of that is bite him, and he did. Bit him in the short ribs or something, and Patterson had to take a tetanus shot. Well, Billingham takes a very quick shower here, two-thirds of an inning. He has given up five hits, five runs, one strikeout, no walks, and that's got to be the quickest exit. Billingham has made since he's been in a Cincinnati red uniform. But the Bucks have done it with some very timely hitting here. Three consecutive singles by Stennett, Hebner, and Oliver to load it up. Stargell struck out on three pitches. He had the count of 0-2 on Zist. Finally got him to a 2-2 count. And then Zist doubled down the left field line to drive into Sagin. Bounced to short to drive in a run. And Kirkpatrick homers his fourth of the season to make it a 5-0 game-scoring Zisk ahead of him. Now, well, we've got the opportunity here. Let's pause 20 seconds for our local station. Listen to the sound of your heart. Today, American colleges need more than a sympathetic audience. They need financial help. So listen to your heart and use your head. Give to the college of your choice now. A public service message of this station and the Advertising Council. Hey, 
Pedro Borbon has a record of eight wins, six defeats, and he's had 12 saves. This is his 54th appearance. He's been a very durable pitcher for them. He's go just about every day and pitch a lot of innings, 101 innings already and strictly in relief. He'll go against Tavares. Countryman of his, a line drive to center field, and it hangs up Geronimo's gut. Another well-hit ball, but Geronimo was playing perfectly on Tavares. That'll retire the Pirates in the first inning. Five runs, five hits, no errors, nobody left. And we'll go to the bottom of the first. The Pirates lead 5-0. Larry Demery stake to a 5-0 lead here in the first inning. We'll go against Pete Rose, Joe Morgan, and Johnny Bench in the Reds' first inning. Demery's record 2-4, and four, as I mentioned the last time out. A week ago, Wednesday, he defeated the New York Mets by the score of 10-1, his first complete game out. Made his debut here on June the 2nd, the Sunday afternoon. Coming on in relief in a game we wound up losing. But he struck out three of the first five batters that he picked. Rose is one of them. One of them, he'll be facing him. Rose batting at 275. Two home runs is driven in 33. This afternoon, Houston beat Chicago 3-1. Dave Roberts all the way for the win. And Bill Bottom lost at his 15th loss. Rose takes a strike, uh, takes a pitch up high. Ball one. Other games tonight, the Phillies got three runs in the first inning. Mike Schmidt hitting a two-run homer, his 26th of the year. They lead San Francisco 3-1. to one. Fastball up high, ball two. Other ball games underway. Atlanta has a 1-0 lead over Montreal after three. Tom Walker against Ron Reed. The other games just getting underway. Los Angeles at New York, Downing against Matlack, and San Diego at St. Louis, Romo against Seabird. Demery in with a strike, Rose taking all the way. Two balls and a straight. Larry's had some very shaky uh, ball games in the first four innings or so, but has been a pretty courageous pitcher hanging in there. Fastball way up high, ball three. He may have his problems, and Saggy and reminding him to stay up on top more with his pitches. Pitched a 12-hit ball game against St. Louis, adding 12 runners. High fly down the left field line, Stargell drifting over near the line, makes the fair ball catch for the first down. That Dodger, the uh, Braves run, came on a home run by Dusty Baker in the second inning. Nobody on. His uh, 14th of the year. Braves playing pretty good baseball under Clyde King. But not getting a whole lot of ground in that runaway Western Division race with Los Angeles and Cincinnati sizably out in front. Atlanta 13 and a half games off the pace. The batter is Joe Morgan hitting a 298, 15 home runs, driven in 48. Takes a pitch right on the corner, strike one. Inside corner. And we'll wish a belated happy first anniversary to Ed and Nadine Rose. That was uh, celebrated on Sunday. We missed that one. Curve down low on Morgan. One ball and one strike. Get is the associate uh, sports editor of the Beaver, Beaver County Times. Larry Demery leading 5 to nothing in the first inning with a 1-1 pitch. He's up high to Morgan. Two balls and a strike. Morgan leads the Reds in bases on balls. He has drawn 92 in 114 games. 2-1 pitch. Fastball up high, ball three. 
Edward Emery going to a three-ball count on the first two batters, Rose and Morgan. But as I said, he's had this problem just about every start that he's had. He's been shaky over the first three or four innings. 3-1 pitch by Larry. Foul back out of play. Full count of 3-2 and two on Morgan. Johnny Bench waiting on deck. Bucks will be back home Friday night against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Their last trip into Pittsburgh. Friday night at 8.05, Saturday at 2.15. That'll be the last Senior Citizens Day of 74. And in Sunday, August the 18th, it'll be Pennington. 3-2 pitch. Pop foul out of play down the left field line. Pretty good crowd on hand here again tonight. We get somewhere around 30,000. Maybe just a bit short of that, but very fine turnout. Reds will draw 2 million or more fans again this year. Quite a success story out here. Foul back out of play. Morgan, the count is full. Three and two. These two ball clubs, the Pirates and the uh, Reds, are the most successful teams in the National League since expansion in 69. Both having won three divisional titles. The 3 2 pitch. He lost in ball four. Ball in the dirt. And Morgan draws the walk, and it'll bring up Johnny Bennett. Emery's uh, big problem this year, when he's been roughed up, it has been with the long ball, but home run. He's looking at some guys that can take you out now with Bench hitting and Perez waiting on deck. Bench with 24 home runs, has uh, 88 RBIs. He was tied with Mike Schmidt going in the night in the RBI column, but Schmidt has already driven in two with a home run in the first inning. So he leads them by two. Pirates back for two, leading five to nothing in the first inning. We'll look at first base. The long pause, the pitch. Where was it? Just outside. He stares in at Bob Bengal. He thought he had a strike there. He didn't get the call, though. Ball one. Demery has a good move to first base, but he has a long pause, and he was pitching the night they caught Brock stealing twice. Morgan a threat to run. The luck could throw over. He's back in time. Morgan has stolen uh, 47 bases. He's been caught stealing 10 times. Thrower, he's back again, diving head first. Despite the lead of five to nothing, you wouldn't think somebody would be running, but Morgan will take every advantage you can give him, stay away from the double play and everything else. But look at first, the pitch is right there, taken by Bench. One ball and one straight. Reds have hit 94 home runs. Bench leads with uh, his total of 24. Right behind him, Perez with 21. The look at first, a long pause. The 1-1 pitch in the dirt all the way to the backstop, then it'll be a wild pitch. Demery, as we mentioned, has had his uh, problems early in the ballgame. A little bit uh, unsettled here. Walking Morgan. Has gone to a three-ball count on the first two batters, getting Rose to fly to left field to open the game. But has walked uh, Morgan, has now thrown a wild pitch, losing the double play possibility, and a count on bench goes to two balls and a strike. But he leads five to nothing. Last night's game, the Reds kept running right after us, and it was quite a thrilling game to watch. Pirates finally winning it, seven to four. 
Demery set to work. Checks Morgan at second. The 2-1 pitch. Swing and a miss on a fastball. He blew it right by him. Two balls, two strikes. He came up into what is commonly referred to as the wheelhouse bench. High and inside. Morgan, if he gets the opportunity, will steal third base. But he's not uh, wandering too far off here. Demery checks him. Takes another peek back. Again, the pitch. Line drive right to Hebner. And a throw not in time as uh, Stanek couldn't get over there. Hebner tried to go for two, but there was no opportunity there. You're going to play uh, bench a little bit different than you do most other players. He sprays the ball around, and Stanek was quite deep and couldn't get over on the bag in time to make a play there. Line drive out to Hebner. Two down. And that'll bring up Tony Perez, the first baseman, hitting at 271. 5-0 lead for the Bucks. Two down, a runner at second, first inning. Ball one, fastball down low. And the father-son ball game here tonight. Been a rather enjoyable time had by the fans and the youngsters, too. I think the dads enjoyed it. Pete Rose's youngster swings the bat uh, like his dad. Curveball fouled off the first base side, and I believe drifting out of play. Demery got away with a bad pitch that time. He hung one. And Perez a bit behind him. In case you're just joining us, the Pirates scored five runs in the first inning, chasing Jack Billingham, highlighted by a key double by Richie Ziss to drive into. Sanguian got an RBI and a ground out, and then hit Kirkpatrick. Hit his uh, second home run on as many nights to make it a 5 nothing ball game. That's the way it stands. Emery with a count of 1-1. One and one. The pitch underway to Perez. He's down low. Two balls and a strike. Well, he's been behind on every batter he's faced here in the first inning. Emery just 21 years of age. He just turns out in June. The 2-1 pitch by Larry. Ground ball off the first base side. Had the fastball by him. Two balls, two strikes. Reds didn't lose any ground in the Western Division race, but they're not worried about losing. They're worried about picking it up because the Dodgers were beaten by Harry Parker, his first complete game in the National League. 3-1. They're five and a half behind the Dodgers. The pitch inside. Full count of three and two. That was the third batter in the inning that Demery has gone to a three ball count on. Stennett creeping behind the bag at second, keeping uh, Morgan close there. Demery searching for a sign from Manny Sanghi and Dan Dreesen, the on deck batter. The 3 2 pitch. Fouled off the first base side, and I believe a play. Kirkpatrick near the railing. He has room. He's got it. Emery came right on the fists of uh, Perez and jammed him with that one. Gets out of it. No runs. No hits. No errors. One left. And we've completed one. The Pirates lead 5 to nothing. Some American League scores. Kansas City leading Detroit 2 to nothing after wanting a play out in, or in Baltimore tonight. The uh, Baltimore Orioles behind Jim Palmer is trying to get back into action again, leading Chicago 7-0. Grand slam home run in the first inning. 
by Big Boo Powell. Pirates will open up the second inning with Larry Demery. They sent eight runners up, or eight batters up in the first inning and scored five runs. They lead five nothing. Larry swings and misses strike one. Montreal is tied up Atlanta with a run in the fourth inning. They're tied 1-1. Walker against Ron Reed. Pitch away by Borbon. The count of 1-1. One one. The 1-1 one one pitch by Pedro is uh, just on the corner. Taken by Larry in the count of one ball and two strikes. Emery's driven in a couple of runs. Batting at uh, just 105. A right-handed batter. Lines one right off the glove of uh, Borbon. Picks it up. Throws. He's got him at first base. Well hit ball by Larry, and line shot right back to the mound, and almost got two, but Bourbon got the glove up in time to knock it down. Some pretty well hit balls already in this ball game. Even the outs have been rather well hit. Bourbon evidently uh, got the ball on the glove hand, or Concepcion a bit concerned that he might have uh, caught it with the bare hand. He said he's all right. I don't think anything bothers Pedro too much. Stannard with a single on the first inning, came on to score on the base hit by Zisk, scoring our first run. Pitches away by Bourbon, ball one. Pirates won last night at a sizable lead here, five to nothing in game number two. Foul back out of play by Rennie. Bucks have swept every ball club in the National League in one series at some time during the season, except this club. And they would certainly like to do that here. This has not been a very successful ballpark for us. Fastball away, and the count goes to two balls and a strike on Rennie Step. Fly ball in the right field, pretty well hit, but Foster has room in the corner, makes the grab out of our view. Two down. Stennett going to the opposite field. Flies out for the second out. That'll bring up Hebner, his single in the first inning. Kept the uh, buck beginning going. Richie batting at 302. 13 home runs. He's driven in 45. 5 nothing lead for the Pirates. Top the second inning. A pitch by Bourbon. Jamming pitch, fouled back out of play, came up around the letters. Lined up by Bourbon, fly ball, center field, Geronimo has it measured, and the Pirates will go down in order in the second inning. We've completed one and a half, we'll go to the bottom of the second, Pirates five, Cincinnati nothing. This is your old superstar, me and Mary Jean. And I'd like you to give a listen to some news from your Chrysler Plymouth dealer that could mean money in your pocket. Thank you, Mary Jean. You're right. Because money is what this message is all about. Right now, it's year-end clearance time at your Chrysler Plymouth dealers. That means he's tagging every 74 car in stock with a year-end price. Year-end prices on his eight great small car buys, including Valiants, Dusters, and Scamps. America's best-selling line of compact cars. Year-end prices on his mid-size satellites and full-size Furies and Chryslers. Prices to move them and move them out fast. Because your Chrysler Plymouth dealer knows it costs him more to keep them than to sell them. So if you have to get the most out of every dollar you spend, and who doesn't nowadays, 
the place to buy that new car is at your Chrysler Plymouth dealers. You can really clean up on a great year-end deal at your Pirate Land Chrysler Plymouth dealer. I'll send a couple of birthday wishes out to John Selly. Or Selly. His 80th birthday celebrated last uh, Sunday. Good friend of uh, ours, Tom McIver's great-grandson. And also a 76th birthday to Leonard Silverblatt in Elwood City. Don't forget, the Pirates will be back home for a good homestand against the Dodgers in San Francisco. This club's starting to play excellent baseball, the best in the National League East right now, and some of the best baseball in the National League, winning 21 of their last 30 ball games. And they'd like to have some good fan sport when they get back home. The Dodgers Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and Sunday. Then the Giants are in Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday night, with Wednesday night being ladies' night. Lead-off batter for the Reds will be Dan Dreesen. The third baseman, he's batting number five in the lineup. Takes a strike. Bucks lead 5-0. Pirates have won three and lost seven. Of the ten played so far between these two ball clubs. Even here in this ballpark, two and two. The 0-1 pitch. Ground ball up the middle, and it is picked off by Stennett. Throws. He didn't get it. Good try by Stennett and Kirkpatrick. It's an infield single for Dan Dreesen. A very excellent try by Stennett, who went to his right to get the ball through as he pivoted up in the air. And it's like a quarterback on a run around the end, jumping up to throw the ball, but he couldn't get that much on it. And Dreesen, batting from the left side, moves down there rather quickly, winds up with an infield single. Now that's the first hit for Cincinnati. It brings up Cesar Geronimo, batting at even 300, five home runs. He's driven in 34. The pitch to him is in there at the knee, strike one. Cesar kind of uh, throwing in that deal with the Houston Astros a couple of years for Lee May and Tommy Helms and Joe Morgan and Billingham coming up here, but he's been more than a throw on. He's been a big ball player. Ground ball, right side, stand it up. The out at second base, the throw to first, and not in time. Yes, they got him, double play. Scherger arguing with Frank Pulley. They didn't think they uh, got him there, but... It was a very close play. We got a television here, but I don't think our instant replay is working. We won't get a shot at it. But a 4-6-3 double play. Two down, nobody on. Pirates lead 5-0 and Concepcion, the batter. Concepcion hitting at 271, seven home runs. He's driven in 54. Get a look at it in the instant replay. Stennett got a good throw into Tavares at second base, but throw to first base. Hard to tell. Hard to tell, to be honest with you. Kind of a late entry by the camera getting over to the first base to cover the double play. One ball and no strikes on Concepcion. The pitch is away. Demery's fastball grounded to shortstop. Tavares gets a funny hop. Throws. He got him. That ball took a very funny hop on Tavares, but he stayed with it to get the out. No runs on one hit, no errors, and nobody left. And we'll go to the uh, third inning. The Pirates lead five to nothing. Protein is a vital element in dogs' daily feeding. Joy, nature's food for dogs, contains 25% protein in both its kibbled and chunks of joy. Joy dog food is a scientific blend of grains and meat solids that provides your dog with a balanced ration so necessary for good health and habits. 
This chewy, crunchy, tasty dried dog food keeps all dogs in championship condition. The meat solids it contains are equivalent to 60% fresh meat and maintains a proper balance of protein, fats, calcium, and vitamins that keeps your dog active and alert. So compare labels when you shop for dog food. You'll find joy. Nature's food for dogs contains 25% protein. Compare that with high percentage with any other dog ration of equal quality. And you'll find that joy is equal or better. So today, fill your dog's feeding bowl with that high-protein, scientifically-balanced dried dog food and watch him jump for joy. Oh, yes, joy will not cost you an arm or a leg. You'll find joy dog food at your open pantry, payday, and community supermarkets. Well, Mike Schmidt is in another home run, his second of the night. He now has 27 on the season. It came in the third inning off the uh, bar, and they lead the San Francisco Giants. Four to one. Jim Barr going against uh, Dick Ruthven. Billy's out in front. Four to one after three. Montreal has made a pitching change in the bottom of the fourth. Tom Walker has been knocked out. Curthers replaces him. It's a tie game 1-1. The Braves evidently scoring here in the fourth inning. Oliver leads off the Pirates third against Bourbon. He takes a strike. Billingham started. Went two-thirds of an inning. Knocked out on five runs and five hits. The home run by Kirkpatrick chasing him. Orbone has retired four in a row since coming on. Curveball in the dirt. One ball and one strike. Tonight, this portion of your broadcast is being brought to you by Joy Nature's High Protein Food for Dogs. Oliver fouls back out of play. One ball in two strikes. Pirates have done well against Western Division teams this year. Nine games over 500. Fly ball, left center field, giving chase as Geronimo going, he runs it down. Pretty well hit by Oliver, but uh, Geronimo's speed got there in time to grab it. One down, and Starko struck out in the first inning with the bases loaded on three pitches by Billingham. Will be the batter. Willie uh, pushed the fence out about a foot last night, making a great grab on the ball hit. Late in the ball game, lost the pitching of... Uh, John Moreland. He's all right today. Fouls out of play down the left field side. Strike one. Trying to recall who hit that ball. Left-handed batter, I believe. Not sure. Curveball hangs high. One ball and one strike. Willie checks swings, line to left field, and Rose can't get a trap the ball, but uh, the base hit. Willie didn't want to hit that ball, and I think Rose might have had problems picking it up uh, through the lights in the upper deck here behind us. He just tried to block the ball somewhere, and I don't think he ever really saw it. Base hit by Will on a check swing. That's a gift in our first hit off Warbone. And it brings up Richie Zisk, who doubled in the first inning to drive in two runs. And he has now driven in a run in 10 consecutive games, a National League record, 11 set by Mellot, 1929. Foul out of play by Rich. Ball one. Fouled it down the right field line. Pirates were not hitting the first three months of the season. And suddenly the bats are starting to come alive. This club starting to put runs on the board. Fastball away. One ball and one strike. Andy Murtaugh said when they left Florida, if this club doesn't score, we're going to have problems. Because that's our game. 
And we did have problems. Going 14 games under 500 one time. Foul down the third baseline. Picked off by Coach Bob Skinner. And a count of one and two on Zisk. Pretty good crowd on hand. And a couple of uh, Pittsburghers out here taking in the ball game. Debbie Ewenfeld, Ginny Avery, Katie Leary, and Eleanor Freshwater. Four youngsters, a foul. Out of play again by Zisk. Off to our right. Also visiting uh, Carl Bergens from Greensburg out in Westmoreland County. Richie with 70, uh, 72 RBIs leads the Bucks in that category. Takes a pitch down low from Bourbon, the count of two and two. It starts with first, one down, Pirate third, and the Bucks out in front, five nothing. The pitch is the ground ball up the middle. It's a base hit. Stargell will hold at second base. Zisk is two for two, and back-to-back hits off the pitching of Warbone. The Bucks have runners at first and second, and Sagian steps in. That is the seventh hit off Cincinnati pitching. Reds had to dip into the bullpen rather quick last night against uh, Clay Kirby. He was uh, shelled after about four. Will McEnany did a pretty good job. Then we get after Clay Carroll. Sagan got an RBI in the first inning. Bouncing to the shortstop. Takes the strike on the outside corner. Manny noticeably uh, taking more pitches this year than has been his past uh, history. Already has as many walks this year as he had all last season, which isn't many. Jamming pitch at the shortstop. They won't get to it. It's too slowly. The out at second base gets this. Starchel moves to third. Sagan's on at first base, and that'll leave it up to Kirkpatrick. He homered in the first inning, and that was the last batter that Billingham faced. Pirates lead 5-0. Kirkpatrick's home run, his fourth of the year. And has been a good addition to this ball club. He was part of the Nellie Browse trade. And has really uh, been stinging the ball the last uh, month or so. Pops one up in the infield, and the shortstop, Concepcion, will make the play. Now Morgan wants it. He makes the grab behind second. That'll retire the fight. No runs, two hits, no errors. We strand two, and we go to the bottom of the third. The Pirates lead 5 nothing. Now we've got some big games coming up. Uh, we get back against the Dodgers in San Francisco and some big games coming in September, too. The Philadelphia Phillies will be in for a big doubleheader on the 2nd of September. And a good way to attend the ball game and is in a group. We're not uh, looking forward to that. Red carpet treatment for groups of 20 or more. You get preferred seat location. The opportunity to purchase reserved bus parking. And the chance to, should you desire, to enjoy the popular picnic area buffet down the lefty line in the fourth deck. They have reasonable prices for that. And you can watch batting practice. If you're interested, call 323-1000. Ask for the Pirate Group Sales Department for more information. Get a bus load and come on out to Three River Stadium for this very interesting Eastern Division race that's kind of bubbling over here. Phillies lead San Francisco 4-1 there in the bottom of the fourth inning. Atlanta got three in the fourth off Montreal. They lead 4-1 over the Expos. We're out in front here 5-0 behind Larry Demery, the Bucks chasing Billingham in the first inning. Foster up for the first time, the right fielder hitting number eight, batting at 271. The pitch by Demery is in there, taking strike one. 
Foster has five home runs. He's driven in 31. Houston beat Chicago this afternoon 3-1 to one with two runs in the ninth inning. Roberts beating Bonham. The 0-1 pitch by Larry. And it's outside. One ball and one strike. Reds have the opportunity of a big night here tomorrow with a crowd to go over the million and a half mark with still a lot of baseball to be played here at Riverfront. Curveball away. And the count of uh, two balls and a strike. This is the Reds' uh, 59th or 60th ball game at home. We've got about uh, 20 more dates here. 2-1 pitch. Foul out of play. Two balls, two straight. Pirates, after tonight's ball game, will have uh, only 45 more games remaining. This game fast coming down to the wire now. And when you get uh, past Labor Day, you have just about three weeks left in the season and kind of going much like it did last year. Four teams very definitely in the race, and maybe five. Foul, and just above our broadcasting booth, a count of uh, two and two. Demery out in front, 5 nothing. He's given up one hit and one walk over the front two. Double play got him out of one jam. Ground ball, left side. It's on two to left field. Foster's going to base hit. Ball just had eyes and got to pass to Barris and Hitler. The hole is cleared and shook. That'll bring up Pedro Bourbon. Billingham started the game, wasn't around long enough to get up to hit. One of his uh, rare starting assignments that he has failed in. Bourbon, a right-handed batter. He's around the bunt, and the pitch is in there. Strike one. Draws Kirkpatrick and Hedner up from first and third. Sagian, asking for time, goes out in front of the plate to say something to Demery, get things uh, straight in their mind, what they're going to do. Reds down by five runs. They're trying to get one here if they can with a bunt situation. Apparently still alive. More bone. Kirkpatrick charges. The pitch is one of the first base side. They have a play no at second base. They got him. Yes, they did. Throw to first, not in time for the double play. Kirkpatrick almost turned over a fine double play there. Morbone bouncing the ball hard to first baseman Ed Kirkpatrick. They got the out at second base on the lead man, George Foster. Take a look at it on the replay. They weren't too sure they had him here. The fans doing some up by him, but Kirkpatrick wheeled very quickly and threw on in there. And I don't know. They say they got him. Getting the benefit of a couple of close plays here, and we'll take one to six on the play at second. Bourbon on it first in the force play. That'll bring up Pete Rose for the second time. He flies the left field on a 3-1 count in the first inning. A pitch by Demery. And low, ball one.
Rose hitting at 275. The possibility of another 300 season there. Yeah, maybe 200 hits, but it's going to have to be a lot of retired hitting from here on out to do it. He swings and misses on a fastball. One ball and one strike. Rose so far this year in with 130 hits, so he needs 70 hits over the remaining five or six weeks of the season. If anybody can get hot and do it, probably he can, because he usually wants to. Curveball down low, two balls and a strike. One of the few high-priced ball players that is not considered a home run hitter. He does it all with just some great desire and hustle and pretty good talent, too. 2-1 pitch. He is just outside. Ball three. So he goes to three and one again on Rose. Emery's been working behind through most of this ball game, but as I said, it's been a constant pattern with him just about every start he's had. He struggles over the first part of the game, but usually works his way out of jam. Four born at first, five nothing lead. Pirates out in front. The pitch is up high, ball four. And getting himself into a bit of a problem here. He's running into some big bats with Morgan stepping in. Bench waiting on deck and Perez in the hole. He leads 5-0 and Sanguian. Not to talk to the youngster. That's his second walk. It moves Barbone into second base. Rose at first and Morgan. Who walked in the first inning is batter. Bucks turned over a double play in the second inning. They're looking for one here right now. crowd, as you can hear, in the background coming to light. They know the big bats are coming up. The pitch by Demery. Up high, ball one. Time call. Don Osborne, the pitching coach, uh, wants to come out and talk to Demery. Settle him down a bit if he can. Also moving in. And he started and sank in. Last time Demery pitched, he had uh, much the same type of problem early in the game, was falling behind, and Osborne went out and told him, just pick a spot in the strike zone and a zone in there and over the plate that you want to throw to and concentrate on it and throw to it. Instead of just uh, throwing the ball somewhere in the general vicinity of uh, the home plate area. In other words, do a little more concentrating. Bob Bengal out to... Chase him off the mound as quickly as he can. No uh, possibility of a change being made here with a 5 nothing lead. Osborne just making sure that the Esther knows what he's doing and doesn't get deeper into a hole here. Count of 1-0 on Morgan. With Morbone at second, Rose at first, and a 5 nothing lead third inning. Pirates out in front. The 1-0 pitch. Ball two. He just missed the bat. Larry wants another baseball. Morgan, as I mentioned, will draw more walks than anybody. Already has 90-some, 92. And a tough guy to pitch to. He will not chase the ball. You've got to come right to him. Has hit 15 home runs. The pitch... Swings and misses and a shot right down the middle. That was it for him, but he missed it. Two balls and a strike. Morgan, Bench, and Perez are the long ball bats in this lineup. 
15, 24, and 21, respectively, and they're batting in a row here. The two, three, and four batters, and that's what Demery has to face here with only one out in the third inning. The 2-1 delivery. Ground ball, right side, base hit. Well, Bowen, I think he's going to score. No, they'll hold him. The throw by this, cut off by Ted Patrick. The base is loaded for the Thunders, John Beck. And we're going to get activity. Reds can score runs, and the Pirates can too. Pitching will not be the name of uh, this series, I don't believe. It wasn't last night, and it sure doesn't give any indication, any, any indication of going that way tonight. We're going to start losing Darrell Patterson. Uh, this is uh, kind of hard to say that the game is up for grabs here, but it quite very well could be with this big guy back with the bases loaded and a 5 nothing lead. We need a double play. You are to the third baseman, Hitler, in the first inning. The pitch underway. Swings and misses strike one. He was going for all the downs, and the curveball had him way out in front. Lynch hasn't seen that much of Demery, and it could be a plus for Larry. Doesn't know exactly what he throws. Pirates back all the way around, first to third. Demery taking his time. Checks the runner at third, Barbone. The 0-1 pitch. And it's away. One ball and one straight. Popped out of the glove of Sankian. Jerry Rice last night picked up Lynn, but he only got five innings in. And the bullpen had to bail things out. Emory wants another sign. Steps off. Went to the rosin bag. He's set to go. The windup in the 1-1 pitch underway. Round ball off the shins of Demery. Bounces off the first base. Right base hit. One run is in. The base is still loaded. Eighty-ninth RBI by Ben Chenarez. Just come alive here. They get a big tread riding with still only one out and the base is loaded. in the inning to go along with the walk. Time call. Kirkpatrick in to talk to Demery. Ball bounced off the shins of Demery. He went to look for it. It was nowhere near him. It caromed off the first base side. Almost into the Reds on deck circle. Only one run scoring, however. Base is still loaded. Pete Rose is at third. Joe Morgan's at second. Bench is at first. And it's a 5-1 game. Perez fouled out the first base. His first time up. But he had some pitches to hit and was just behind on a couple of them. Demery hung a curveball on him in that first inning and got away with it. He doesn't want to make that mistake twice for this game. The windup and the pitch by Larry. He's in there. Strike one. Fastball. Pirates playing uh, Perez pretty much straight away. Start to walk the line 70 feet to 80 feet in left, and likewise, this can right field. They're pinched in towards center. The 0-1 pitch by Demery, and a ground ball, second base side, stand it up, the out to second base, the throw to first, it's a double play! They turn it over, 4-6-3, his bench went after Tavares, but the youngster got away from him, 
He didn't get him at second base, and a good play by Tavares. The double play gets him out of the very big inning. One run, three hits, no errors, two left, and we've completed three. The Pirates lead five to one. Hey, here's a cool, refreshing idea for the hot summer months. You can quench that sizzling summer thirst with Daly's high-quality, good-tasting, fruit-flavored drinks for the family. Far better than pop, it costs less and no sugar is needed. The regular size bottle makes 26 glasses for about three cents a glass. It's like getting a 26-pack. Or Daly's Concentrate in the gallon size makes 104 glasses full. Like getting a big 104-pack. The gallon size comes in seven popular flavors. Orange lemon, cherry, orange, grape, lemon, fruit punch, and lemon lime. It's thriftier, delicious, and convenient. Daly's Concentrate goes a long way and quenches thirst better than anything you can buy. It's great in cooking and baking, or as topping for ice cream. And it makes delicious popsicles for the youngsters. No sugar needed, you just add one. Get the regular 26-ounce bottle, or the thriftier, handier gallon size. Thirsty? Well, quench it with Daly's Fresh Fruit Concentrate. That's 60 to 6, Monday through Friday on KDKA Pittsburgh. Someplace special. All right, Larry Demery has bunted. And uh, the pitcher, Morbong, butchered the ball. And so Demery has a sacrifice. No time at bat, and Morbone is charged with an error. That puts runners at first and second, and now we'll pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Pirate Baseball Network. All the good sports are on Pirates. <laughs> There's a bunt by Stennett. Borbone comes up with this one, has only the one play to Morgan, and we have runners at first and second. So that sacrifice bunt is one to four, and here's Hebner, who's singled and flied to center. And immediately, Dick Bainey, a right-hander, goes to work for the Cincinnati Reds. Now let's see how the Reds are going to play their infield. They're looking into the bench to see what Sparky Anderson wants them to do, in or up, in or back. And as of the moment, they're up. 
in the infield to Hebner, who singled and scored in the first inning. They're going to put him on to go to Oliver. Well, let's see how that's going to work out. This is going to be the first walk. And we're going to have the bases loaded for the second time tonight. to Hebner is outside to send him down to first. So they're loaded up for Al Oliver, who singled in the first inning and fly to center. He scored in that first inning, too. The way we scored, if you're just tuning in, Stennett, Hebner, and Oliver single. Bases loaded then with one out, just doubled. That was the tenth game in which he's knocked in one or more runs. He's one shy of Melot's National League record. Then Sanguian grounded out, in which uh, Oliver scored in third. And then Kirkpatrick went downtown. We had a 5 nothing lead. Fouled away off to the left. The Reds got a run in the third inning when Bourbon got on in a force out, went to second on a walk, and had to go at third and stop on single by Morgan. Then bench singled off Demery's leg to drive in the run, then Perez hit into a double play. Here's the 0-1. And a foul, Oliver hammering hard, strike two. Philadelphia leading the Giants 4-1 to at the end of three. Mike Schmitz hit two homers in that one. So he's... Uh, going hog wild in that run batted in department. You know, we play them a big uh, Labor Day doubleheader. We come from Los Angeles, go right out to the park and whack at them for two at Three Rivers. Those Phillies, you better be get your tickets. There's Oliver with a looping base hit in the shallow right. He's going to score two runs. Just hit a little bloop. had a lovely one, just a little bloop. They were playing back so deep, there was no way they could get up to get to it. And Oliver now has two runs batted in. Hebner's gone to third on the play. Demery's run uh, is unearned because he got on on an error. There's taking her time coming up, Stargell. Stargell one for two on the check swing single. And high from Bourbon, ball one. Pirates leading now, 7-1 here in the fourth. Trying for more, infield back. Stodgill breaks his bat, hits a looper up to second. He'll throw to first for the double play. So that gets him out of the inning. Two runs, one of which is unearned on two hits in there, and uh, one left at the end of three and a half. Pittsburgh leading 7-1. With people who love good, fresh juice products, the name Daly's is synonymous with quality and unsurpassed flavor. What makes Daly's juice products different? Well, there is a difference. You see, Daly's has never squeezed, crushed, or smashed fruit. They just give it a little old hug to get the richer, pure nectar from the very heart of the fruit. And Daly's is so deliciously different that it just naturally tastes better. And Daly's is great any time of the day. It'll satisfy even the pickiest person in your home. Get your family all juiced up with Daly's because all of Daly's juice products are made with natural fruit juice and added bonus of vitamin C. Choose from orange, grapefruit, grape, orange pineapple, orange grapefruit, lemon lime, punch, paya pineapple, locale orange, and the new brand new locale grapefruit, all made with natural fruit juices. Look for the bottle with the juice in the ears. You know what a little hug does for you, don't you? Well, taste what it does for Daly's. Daly's juice products, drink concentrates, cocktail mixes, and fruit flavored drinks. 
Dodger New York game.
One out, none on here in the fourth. Geronimo, the center fielder, bat, batting up there left-handed. Ball two, strike two pitch from Demery. Stroke the fastball foul straight back. on Broadway. Demery gets his first strikeout. Geronimo watching that one slide by. Here's Concepcion. He bounced out to short back in the second inning. Pittsburgh leading 7-1. The Pirates have swept every club in the National League West except Cincinnati at one series or another. They've got to win this one tonight and then see if they can't do it tomorrow and then they will have completed a sweep over every club in the West. So they've not been uh, partial too much. Nailed the Dodgers three straight, which helped the Reds immeasurably. Well, the Dodgers come to town to play us Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And we'd like to sweep them again. Well, the Reds are trying to make up some hay in their own division. Ball low, one and one. Strike one, fastball inside to Concepcion. Two down and on in the fourth. Seven on the Buckos. All right, a high pop fly and a shallow right. Stennett running back, turning around, getting under, stayed with it. That'll retire the side. So we have gone through four innings here in steamy Cincinnati, leading 7-1. Hey, fans, here's another Bucko Baffler winner sent in by Mr. Fred Contillo of East Liberty, a pirate fan for 54 years. His question, which pirate owns the highest single-season batting average? The answer, Archie Vaughn. And it was way back in 1935, and what a year he had. He hit 385, and he pounded it for Simmons for 34 doubles, 10 triples, 19 homers, and 99 runs batted in. Hey, nice going, Mr. Contillo. You've won two tickets to a pirate game of your choice, courtesy of Union National Bank. Yeah, 1935 was a great year for Archie Vaughn. And you know, fans, it's not too late to start a great year of your own right now by dropping in at Union National Bank. They've got a whole flock of banking services tailored just for you. Free business and personal checking, regular passbook savings, trust services and loans. And there's nothing baffling about any of them. At Union National, after 117 years, we're still a bank. Member FDIC. Into the fifth innings, S. Sangan and Kirkpatrick with the Pirates leading 7-1. Richie's Esk with a double and a single, a run scored and two runs batted in. And if you missed it, has now driven in runs in ten games of one or more runs batted in. He's one shy of Mellot's National League record. Two shy at 
tying the Major League record held by Conan and Ted Williams of runs batted in one or more in 12 consecutive games. Here's the 1-0. And Borbone is low to him. Doc Ellis loosening. He'll be ready to go against the Dodgers. Ball two and no strike pitch from Borbone. He slams it out into shallow right. Coming off for it fast as Foster. He isn't going to get it. And it's a base hit for Zisk, who's three for three. That'll bring up Sanguin, 0 for 2, grounded to short and bounced into a force play. Parts in that fourth inning with the score 5 to 1, saw Tavares sling a, sling a single out in the right. Demery bunted and Bourbon made an error. Bennett bunted. They walked Hebner intentionally, and then Oliver got a blue. There's Sanguin driving it deep to right, going back is Foster. Over the shoulder, catch this. All the way to second, just does get back to first. Now Kirkpatrick with a home run with two at bats. He had a man aboard when he popped it. His fourth of the year. And that sent Mr. Billingham to an early shower. Spanky, Kirkpatrick, standing in now. Barbone reading the sign from bench. Foul straight back. Eddie took a good whack at it. Eddie underwent the uh, visual instruction program that uh, they're sending blast through, and Eddie feels it can be very helpful to him. The ball's in a strike. And a high chop hit up toward first base. Perez will throw the ball for one. He'll go back to first. No, not in time to Barbone. Zisk is out. Three to six. And here's Tavares, who uh, has a one for two night and a run scored. He singled back in the fourth. Two down here in the Pirates' fifth inning. They lead seven to one. Pedro Barbone, and what will be his last inning of pitching, throws it low, ball one. Bones fastball moves inside. Ball two and no strikes. At the knees for a call strike one to Frank Tavares. Low bouncer wide, a third over goes Grease, and he'll take the short throw to Morgan to retire Kirkpatrick and the Pirates. And the inning, the fifth, showed no runs. One hit, no errors, and one left. And we go to the bottom of the fifth, Pittsburgh leading Cincinnati 7-1. to one. 
Forbes Field is gone, but oh, how those memories linger on. Maz is Homer in the 60 series. Kiner's Liners, Greenberg Gardens. Clemente's rifle shots from deep in the right field corner. The Green Ivy, the smell of Red Hots and the vendor shouting, chocolate covered ice cream. Those memories and a million more will always be with me. But Forbes Field is in the past, and we've got the future to think about. And let's talk about yours for a second. You know, it's a lot easier to plan for if you have some money in the bank, and Union National can help there. Just open a savings account at Union National. Stay with a regular program and watch your money grow. And it'll grow in a hurry, too, because Union National pays a healthy 5% annual interest, compounded and payable quarterly. Now, I'd call that a big league idea because Union National is the major local bank that pays interest quarterly. Look, Forbes Field is fun to remember, but your future is now. Open a savings account soon at Union National. After 117 years, they're still a bank. Member FDIC. On your National League scoreboard, Houston beat Chicago 3-1. As Roberts defeated Bonham. San Francisco now has pulled uh, back a little bit with three runs in the fifth inning, and it is now six to four. Phillies into the bottom of the fifth. Barr and Ruthven. Schmidt has hit a pair of homers. The Dodgers and the Mets scoreless in a four and a half downing in Matlack. San Diego leads the Cardinals one nothing. End of two innings of play. Vincente Romo against Sonny Siebert. And at the end of seven, Atlanta leads Montreal four to one. Walker with Carruthers in the fourth. A read for Atlanta. Baker hit a home run in the third. It's 7-1 here at Pittsburgh, and the batter will be Foster. And uh, then they'll have a pinch batter coming up for Bourbon. And they have Dick Bainey up again, a right-hander. And the pitch batter is going to be Ken Griffey. Right now, the problem is getting rid of Mr. Foster, who's single in the third inning off Larry Demery. First pitch to him is a ball. Now a strike, and the count is one and one. Well, the Mets have scored two runs to take a lead over the Dodgers, two to nothing at the end of four. That's what the applause is about. One-one pitch. In there, strike call. Ball, two-strike pitch. Hit weakly up toward third. Hebner charges the ball, comes up, snaps his throw to Kirkpatrick, one out. When they bring in Bainey, they will have tried the three Bs on us. Billingham, Bourbon, and Bainey. Ken Griffey now is going to bat for Bourbon. Batting average, 201. He's a left-hand batter. We're in the 
quiet. Larry Demery working. Filed away. No balls and a strike. To the left-hand pinch batter, Ken Griffey. From Denora, Pennsylvania. Takes a curve in there beautifully. Strike two. No balls, two strikes. Demery getting the sign now from Sangi. Backs him off the plate with a fastball inside, one and two. One ball, two strikes. Demery taking his time on this hot, humid night here. And the pitch, he's inside, makes him skip rope. Strike two. Two-two pitch. Fouled away. Off to the left. Two balls and two strikes. His daddy was a third baseman at Denora with Stan Musial and was a left-hand thrower, very unusual. Ball three and strike two now. Here's the three-two pitch. He strikes him out on ball four. And, uh... A ball ruled that they thought they were going to... He started to run as though he thought the ball had been dropped. Demery gets his first strikeout. Second, second strikeout. And Griffey struck out on a ball into the dirt. He wants if he runs off that pitch. Here's Rose. He plied the left and drew a walk. Pirates leading 7-1 here in the fifth inning. Now Larry into the windup in the pitch. Starts him off with a change up around the middle of the cap for a ball. That pitch is fouled away. So one ball, one strike. Atlanta leads Montreal 4-2. Mets lead the Dodgers 2-0 and a 5. Ball 2, strike 1 to Rose with 2 down on the pitch. Checked off the pitch and fouls off to the left out of play. 
The uh, Dodger Mets two runs came on a home run by Grody in the fifth with a man aboard, his fifth of the year. Rose ball three. Second, Senate throws him out. Just tied him up totally on that swing. At the end of five, we lead seven to one. Gene Garber has come on out to pitch for the Phillies, and Dick Bainey, one and zero, has come on to pitch for the Reds. Demery, Sennett, and Hefner. San Diego clings to a one-nothing lead over the Cardinals at the end of two and a half. Romo and Siebert in that one. Larry Demery, who is 0 for 1, gets a smack right to the third baseman, Grayson, who leaps high and grabs it. Bainey has a four-point ERA, which is not very good. Rennie extended. He singled the left and scored. He flied to right. He sacrificed. He's one for two. He's tying the shoelace and relaxing a little bit. Just going to give Demery just a little more breathing time. Pirates on top. 7-1. One, one out here in the sixth. Now Stennett's coming up. Bucks return home, and we play the Dodgers. Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and Sunday. Then the Giants come in. There's a ball hit off the plate, high up in the air to first baseman Perez. And uh, Stennett beats Perez for a base hit. A Baltimore chop base hit. How's that grab you? He wanted to feed it off to Bainey. He wouldn't have gotten him that way either. He'd have been better off to come right across the, the bag, and he didn't do it. And so he beat it out for a base hit. Baltimore chop base hit off a happy gum. Here's Hebner with a single and two at bats. Scored a run in the first inning. Fired seven runs and 11 hits. The Reds one run on four hits. Once again, we're ready, and Hebner takes it low. Ball one, skipping into the dirt. Johnny Bench controlling it nicely. Again, Bainey ready. Fastball this time in there for a strike one and one. The kinetic heat coming up from the bodies on this thing is something. I guess that's what you call it. I'll guarantee you it is hot. There's Evner slapping one in the right for a base hit. And Stenner will come to third. Now we got him on the corners, and here's Oliver. Two for three. Scored a run. Drove in two runs with a check swing blue double and a single in the right center. Bucks have had a little of everything go for them in this game. 
They've been fortunate. They've had some couple of dingers, and they've had a couple of bloops when they had to call time, wipe the blood off the ball. That's the way it goes sometimes. It's frustrating as heck to the team that's losing, I'll tell you that. I know, because I've been there with them many a time. Dick Bainey ready. And Oliver hits a high fly, slicing the left. Rose running hard, getting to it, tagging his Senate. Fair ball catch. Here comes Senate. He'll score to make it 8-1. to one. Holding it first is Hefner. Oliver drives in his third run of the night. Here's Willie Stargell now. Willie one for three. A single in the third. Pirates leading 8-1 to one here in the top of the sixth. Bainey, the right-hander, throws it low inside, ball one. Billingham battered out of the box. Borbone got popped for a pair. Low inside, and now Bainey's been touched up for a tally. And the Bucks have eight runs on 12 hits, and we're only in through five and a half. We haven't even finished that half yet. Two out with a runner at first in Hebner. Bainey 2-0 to Stargell. And Wilver unloaded and fouled it back. 2-1. Ball 2, strike 1. Drive up the middle into right center into the gap. Hefner's rounding second. He'll come to third. We got him on the corners again to Richie's S. Richie's three for three with a double. Two runs batted in. And a run score. Richie's driven in one or more runs in the last ten games. And he's one away from tying Mellot's National League record of 11, two away from tying the record held by Cronin and Ted Williams of 12 games in a row in which they drove in one or more runs. Zest takes a strike. Down low from Bainey, ball one and strike one. Dick Bainey delivers. And Zest gets a ball deep to left. Going back forward to Droz. It's going to be off the wall. And another run driven in. A single for him. And it's 9-1. to one. And Zest is tearing the cover off the ball. And he's 4 for 4. Oliver was 4 for 4 last night. And they're beginning to catch on to the idea the big bad buckos are coming at somebody. The big bad buckos are rumbling. Now, Stargell's at third, and here's Sanguian standing in. He's over three, but he's driven in a run. And the fans are getting a little uneasy. Bainey delivers, and here's a ball hit out toward left. And running over forward is Rose, and he grabs it. The ball was slammed to left field, but Rose was able to run it down. 
So the Pirates get two runs here in the sixth inning on four base hits. No errors and strand a pair. And at the end of five and a half, lead the Reds nine to one. San Francisco and Philadelphia at six to four at the end of five and a half innings. Bryant now pitching for the Giants against Garber. Smith's hit a pair. Nico, Bill Nico's pitching for Atlanta in the ninth inning in the game against Montreal where Howie Reed was leading 4-2. to two, So the uh, Montreal's making a rumble down in Atlanta. All right, the batter's going to be Morgan. Larry Demery will go to Morgan, benching Perez here in the sixth inning. The Pirates leading 9-1. to one. Morgan walked in single to right. Houston beat the Cubbies 3-1. And a strike thrown to Morgan up there left-handed. second, couldn't get in. Grayson went off the Cincinnati second with a base hit, but they double-played him. And then they got another double play in the third, very key double play, and that kept Emory at that point in the game because the Reds had the bases loaded and a run in and were running at them. And the Bucks got a 4-6-3 double-dip mover out of Mr. Perez. Two balls and a strike to Morgan. Emory back now with a fastball, and he right through there at the knees for a call strike. balls and two strikes. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Curveball, high fly, pop in a shallow right. Stenet is back, and he one-hands it with his back to the diamond on a miraculous grab. Beautiful play by Rennie Stenet. Just a great play by Rennie Stenet. Back to the infield. Went out there almost in the right field as far as this. You couldn't quite get to it. Man, is that young man playing ball. Here's Bench now. He singled off Demery's leg for the only ribby of the ball game for Cincinnati, his 89th. And he hits a hooking foul off third. He had been tied with Mike Schmidt with a National League RBI lead at 88. But Schmidt's had driven in at least three tonight. So Schmidt's got 91. At least. He may be the MVP of the year, that guy, Mike Schmidt. He's now hit 27 homers. Bench takes a ball, 2-1. and One, one out, none on, fourth, sixth inning, Pirates lead 9-1. Youngster just turned 21 June the uh, 4th. Only his fourth year in, in baseball. 
Ball three, strike one. I'll tell you, I'll be surprised if he goes nine tonight, though. This heat is some kind of fierce. Here's the three one. And he has walked bench. That's the third walk. Here's Perez. He's over two. Fouled out to first and grounded into a double play. Tonight's ball game will be sent your way by Iron City Beer. When you're really ready to pour it on, pour on the iron. Pirates seventh inning leading 9-1 against the Reds after winning last night 7-4. will be uh, Kirk Patrick to open up the seventh. He'll be followed by Frank Tavares and then the pitcher Larry Demery. Dick Bainey, the third pitcher of the night, going for Cincinnati. He was touched up for two runs and four hits in the sixth inning. Curve down low, ball one. Fastball by Vanny in there taken. One ball and one strike. Spanky lines the left field. Rose cannot get to it. It's a base hit. Bouncing in front of him is uh, Kirkpatrick, the left-handed batter, went to the opposite field off Vanny. That's the 15th hit by the Bucks. Don Gullett will go for the Reds tomorrow night. We'll be going with Jim Rickard. Gullett's been a big pitcher again this year with a record of 13-8. Has the best earned run average on the Reds staff, and I guess they probably call him their best pitcher. Although Billingham had won more ball games. Tavares uh, takes a strike. Looks at this pitch from Bainey down low. One ball and one strike. Frank has had a single in three times at bat. 
been a part of uh, two big double plays in the ball game. Defensively, pitch is taken by Frank. One ball and two strikes. A little warmer tonight than it was last night. Cincinnati can boil over this time of the year and get rather humid. Chopping ball, a shortstop. Concepcion makes the play only at first. Kirkpatrick moves into scoring position. One down, and Demery will be the batter. Demery off for three. He got on in an air in the first inning, bunting. Actually, it was a sacrifice in an air. Not a time at bat, so he is over two. He scored in the Pirates' uh, fourth inning against Bourbon. High pop-up off the right side. Geronimo drifting into shallow right center field. The center fielder makes the grab. Two down. And that'll bring up the leadoff batter, Rennie Stennett. The Pirates lead 9-1, to top of the seventh inning. Scores on the uh, scoreboard after sixth inning. The Mets are leading Los Angeles. Three to nothing behind John Matlack. Jerry Grody hit a uh, two-run homer in the fifth inning, his fifth of the year. San Diego leads St. Louis one to nothing after three and a half. Atlanta has already beaten Montreal four to three. San Francisco and Philadelphia after six. The Phillies lead six to four. Garber replaced Ruthland in the sixth inning. Mike Schmidt is at a pair of home runs. Line drive, right field, base hit. Kirkpatrick is going to be waved on. There's a throw to the plate. He's going to be out, I believe. No, they cut it off. He dives back into third. He would have been out had they sent him in. But very wisely, Skinner holds him at third base, and Stennett has had his third hit in four times at bat to go along with the sacrifice that occurred in the fourth inning. Now the Bucks are just ripping base hits all over the lot here. Of Dick Bainey, that's the sixth hit in only his second inning of pitching. Kirkpatrick holding it third. Stennett's on it first. Two down and Hepner the batter. Has gone two for three. Scored two runs and drawn an intentional walk. The pitch by Bainey. And low, ball one. Bucks chase back Jack Billingham in the first inning with five runs. He didn't uh, get out of the first inning as Bourbon replaced him, going just uh, two-thirds of an inning. Kirkpatrick hit a two-run homer. That was the final batter he faced in the first. The 2-0 pitch to Hebner bounced up the middle. Another base hit. Kirkpatrick scores. Stennett comes over to third. The ball bobbled. Hebner's going to go on to second. They're waving Stennett in. He will score, and the Bucks score another run. Bourbon, or rather Geronimo in center field. Bobbling the ball, and Stennett never broke stride. He scored all the way from first base on the base hit by Richie Hebner. Kirkpatrick also scoring. Stennett scoring on the air by the center fielder. Hebner gets an RBI single, moves to second on the air. And the Pirates have spread it to 11 to 1. <laughs> Oliver, who has driven in three, is a batter. Takes a pitch down low, ball one. 
Bainey not throwing very hard at all. He start to loosen uh, Will McEnany, who pitched, I think, three innings last night. The 1-0 pitch to Oliver. Down low. Two balls and no strike. Dan Galbraith, the president of the Pirates, in attendance tonight. And he's going to enjoy what he's looking at. Hebner at second with two down. Ground ball. Foul off the first base side. Two balls and a strike, Connell. His uh, night has been a very productive one, driving in three. He is now 52 on the year. Has moved his batting average up to 308. Has gone two for three. And drove in a run with a sacrifice fly in the sixth inning. Had four hits last night. Two one pitch. He swings and misses. Two balls, two strikes. Pirates have been able to win only two games out of the earlier seven plays, but have won one and have a big lead here, 11 to 1, in the uh, seventh inning. The Reds with their early season balls have already captured the season series. They are the only Western Division ball club that has an advantage on the Pirates. Pop-up off the third base side. Dreesen, the third baseman, will make the grab in foul territory. That'll retire the Pirates in the seventh. But the Bucks scored two runs on three hits, one error, one left. And we'll go to the bottom of the seventh. The Pirates lead 11-1. to one. You know, this game of baseball is full of special sounds, sort of signals that something good is happening. And when a pitcher's really bringing it in, well, you can hear it popping leather all over the stadium. Or that unmistakable sound of that fat part of the bat on a leather-high fastball. And you know you can kiss it goodbye. Now, the same is true of beer. There are sounds that say, get ready, you're in for a great treat. Like that clear cracking sound when you pop open an ice-cold can of Iron City beer. It's your signal that you're breaking the thirst barrier. And when you pour it... Well, my friend, listen next time to an Iron City beer pouring into your glass. It even sounds rich and full-bodied. And you can watch, too, as that thick, smooth head climbs effortlessly to the top of the glass. Yes, sir, the sights and sounds of a nice, cold Iron City beer are pretty tantalizing. But they're just signals, because taste is the name of the game. And that's where Iron City beer really comes through, with rich, robust, real beer flavor that just won't quit. See for yourself. Pick up a case of 12-ounce cans of Iron City beer. And when you're ready to pour it on, pour on the iron. Van Dreesen, Cesar Geronimo, and Dave Concepcion. The five, six, and seven batters will go for the Reds in the seventh inning. Larry Demery, who won the last time out 10 to 1, getting even more betting support here tonight, leads 11 to 1 into the bottom of the seventh inning. The Oster pitched his first complete ball game in the National League last Wednesday. And Looking for number two here, if he can keep it going over the final three innings. Dreesen has had one hit in uh, two at that. The pay attendance tonight, 32,280. 
total in the house of 39,941. This is baseball country out here. Fastball, a five-ball one. Well, he'll be on hand. We get back to Three Rivers to meet this ball club that's running red hot here, playing the best baseball in the National League right now. Line drive, center field by Dreesen. And against Emory is the fifth hit. Dreesen has had two of them. And it'll bring up stage dog Geronimo. The center fielder bounced into a double play in the second, struck out looking in the court. Kirkpatrick at first will play off the bag with an 11-1 lead. Geronimo, left-handed batter, takes the pitch away. Short pass ball, but no advance by Dreesen. Ball one. Good to have a Pirates fan listening from Columbia, Kentucky, Joe Glowacki. That is sundown here last night in photography. Changeup, bounce to short. Tavares up, gets the out of second. They throw to first, and not in time. Almost turned it over. Geronimo can fly going down the line, and Tavares made a great play going to his right in the hole. Through a strike to stun it, they almost turned over another sizzling double play. They've had three tonight. Almost had number four. Shortstop, Concepcion, 0 for 2. Against Emery, will step in for the third time. Again, Kirkpatrick playing off the bag. A curveball taken by Dave. Strike 1. Reds have been a hot ball club, been, as I mentioned, over on the TV side. The Pirates aren't stepping over a dead body here. This club's been playing very well. Pirates' bats have just been booming in this series. Pitch down low. One ball to one straight. The look at first base. A one-one pitch. Right there, taking uh, taking strike two. Emery's been keeping the ball right down at the knees here after getting that size of a lead and struggling over the first three innings. Hasn't had too much problem since the uh, fourth inning. One down, 11-1 lead. Ground ball is short. Comes up for Tavares. The out at second. The throw to first. They've got another one. Double play. Six to four to three. That's the fourth they've turned over in this ball game. And this is a young combination of Tavares and Stennett starting to really look comfortable out there. Now we've completed seven, and the Pirates lead 11-1, to one, and a lot of people are leaving the ballpark. Hi, this is Bill Mazeroski. You know, it's nice to remember the good things that happened to you. And for me, hitting that home run in the 1960 World Series was sure one of the best. But what's maybe even nicer is when other people remember, too. It makes you feel good. And that's why I feel really flattered by these new special World Series cans that Iron City Beer has put out. One is for the 1960 series and shows a picture of me jumping in the air as I'm coming into home plate. Well, I thought I'd never come down. The scores of all seven games are on the can, too. The other can commemorates the 71 series. It has the scores of all those games and a picture of the heroes of that series that'll bring back memories as soon as you see it. This is Bill Mazeroski saying, stop by your favorite tavern or distributor 
and pick up a six-pack or a case of Iron City beer in these special World Series cans. Then sit back and enjoy a nice cold Iron City beer in a warm memory for old time's sake. We'll check the scoreboard in the uh, eighth inning, San Francisco. At bat, Schuler has replaced Garber for the Philadelphia Phillies. The Giants got a run in the seventh. That game now, Philadelphia six and San Francisco five. Giants sneaking up on the Phillies in late inning. After seven innings in New York, the New York Mets behind John Matlack shutting out the Dodgers three to nothing. Pirates lead here, 11 to one. Willie Stargell leads off the eighth against Dick Bainey and the pitch. Line drive right up the middle base hit number 18 on the night for the Pirates. Reggie Smith has homered for St. Louis to uh, get them back into the ball game. His 16th in the fourth inning with nobody on. That ties the game at 1-1. Sargio leaves the ball game. Gene Fines will pinch run for him. Gets a fine hand from Cincinnati fans. The batter's desk has gone four for four tonight. Richie's had a couple of uh, four for four performances, I think. Twice this year, he's gone four for four. Kepner has had uh, four hits in four different ball games this season. Ball one to Rich. He has three RBIs on the night, in with 73. Bounces foul off third. One ball and one strike. It's total attendance for the season, 1,470,202. 39,000 on hand for tonight's ballgame. The total attendance, the paid attendance of 32,280. This has become one of the best uh, towns in the National League for attendance. And it has the smallest potential for drawings of about any team. Certainly smaller than Los Angeles and New York, which have already had two million plus seasons. And quite a tribute to this organization and its uh, locality. Ground ball off third. Dreesen picks it up, throws. He gets the out at second. Fine play by the youngster at third. Went deep off the third base line behind the bag in foul territory. Finally got it. Got the force play on. Climbs at second base. One down, and that'll bring up Sanguia. And he's hit the ball hard on a couple of occasions, but he's gone off for four, drove in a run in the first inning when the Pirates scored five to chase Billingham. He has a seven-game hitting streak going, and this will probably be his last time to come up. Second time, he'll be facing Bainey. He lined the left field against him his first time up. Rose 90 feet off the line in left field. Sankey fouls back out of play, strike one. Sankey and backed off a plate of the fastball right at the bridge of the nose. A little shaving job by Bainey. That time somebody gets brushed back, I guess. When you've had 18 hits, you can expect uh, something like that. Zesk at first. The pitch to Sankey. Line foul down the right field line. One ball, two straight.
Giants failed to score in the eighth inning. The Phillies maintain a 6-5 lead. Into the bottom of the eighth. Line drive and a great play by Greason. Robbed him of the bases. He had a double for sure on that one. Somehow Greason got his glove on it. And Sagian's hitting streak will come to an end. Not that long of a streak, but you can't hit the ball much harder than he has on about three occasions here tonight. Sending Foster on the warning track and right field going the way to get it. Wind to uh, Rose in the seventh inning in left field. And this one a great grab by the third baseman, Dan Dreesen. Two down. Zesk at first base. Send Kirkpatrick to bat him. Two on homer in the first inning. Single in the seventh inning. He's two for four. Swings and misses. Strike one. Pirates lead 11 to 1 on an 18 hit attack. Breaking ball inside. One ball and one straight. Jeff Zahn has come on to replace uh, Charlie Huff for Los Angeles. The Mets leading 3 to nothing behind the pitching of John Matlack. Curve down low. Two balls and a strike. First base by Bainey. Perez playing off the bag. Kirkpatrick looks at a pitch down low. Ball three. Three balls and a strike. The governor of Kentucky, Wendell Ford, and his lieutenant governor, Julian Carroll, in attendance at tonight's game. Hope they're rooting for the Pirates. We go for station identification. We'll grab it. Hopefully after a walk. We get the walk, and let's pause ten seconds on the Pirates baseball network. All the good sports are on Pirates. Two down, two on, Zisk at second, Kirkpatrick at first, 11 to 1 lead, eighth inning. Tavares takes a curveball for a strike. Pirates loosen Gene Klein, who'll be going into left field, replacing Stargell. Hey, Parker, I think, will be honored here tomorrow. This is his hometown, Cincinnati. Curveball lined up the middle, and it may get through. It does. Just a uh, whooping liner. Scoring is this from second base, and he just beats the throw. Kirkpatrick had to hold at second base. Pirates lead 12 to 1. Base hit by Tavares. Looked like a hard hit ball, but actually, I guess, hit off the fist or off the end of the bat. Just squeaked through under the glove of Concepcion. And Geronimo's third of the plate didn't get this. The Pirates lead 12 to 1, 19 hit attack. And some more people head for the exits here at Riverfront. They'll be back tomorrow. They've been drawing huge strongs here, and Don Gutter will go tomorrow. You can bet 20 hits will be coming out of Don Gully. Emery backs off a pitch inside, ball one. That's the most hits uh, the Reds have given up this year. 18 earlier, also by the Pirates, when we beat them 14 to 1 here. I guess it's been kind of a feast or famine against this ball club. They've beaten us seven times. We're trying to pick up our fourth win of the year against them. So one more game to go, and that's tomorrow night, and we won't see them anymore. Unless there should be an outing in October when both of us would be meeting again. Two balls and no strikes on Emery. 
Kirkpatrick at second, Tavares at first. Fly ball, left field, and well hit, but Rose has got this one. Wickedly hit by Demery. Nothing but line drives all over the place tonight. One of those evenings for Reg Pitcher. One run, two hits, no errors. We strand two. And after seven and a half, we'll go to the bottom of the eighth. The Pirates lead 12-1. You know, there's something special about baseball season. It seems to make everything just a little bit nicer, a little bit better. Take beer, for instance. For some reason, I'll probably never understand... Beer tastes better during baseball season than at any other time. An ice-cold Iron City beer tastes great all the time. Don't get me wrong on that. But round about now, well, it's something else again, my friend. The chill seems chillier. The head seems thicker and smoother. The color a tad more sparkling golden. And that rich, robust, real beer flavor lights up your taste buds like nothing I know. Yes, if baseball gets in your blood around this time of the year, you know what I mean. So stop in at your favorite tavern and order up a tall, frosty Iron City beer. And make a toast if you want, to baseball, to the Pirates, to yourself. Baseball season is something to celebrate. An Iron City beer is the best way to do it. When you're really ready to pour it on, pour on the iron. Some American League scores after three and a half. Milwaukee and Texas, uh, no score at Arlington, Texas. The final score, Baltimore with Jim Palmer back in action, picking up a win. That's going to give uh, them some hope. Beating uh, Chicago, pardon me, eight to two. Grand slam home run. Got them going very quickly by Booth Powell. Eight runs, nine hits, and one error for Baltimore. Two runs, seven hits, and three errors for Chicago. Palmer's record, four and eight. The losing pitcher, Johnson, by Johnson, his record, four and one. Not in St. Louis, a home run by Reggie Smith sided at 1-1 with San Diego, but the Padres came back with a run on the top of the fifth on Sonny Siebert. They lead by the score of 2-1. Emery in the bottom of the eighth inning will face Foster, a pinch hitter. Terry Crowley, and then the leadoff batter, Pete Rose. He's allowed five hits over the front seven. One run, that came in the third inning. Reds loaded the bases against him, but he gave up one run and got a double play ball. Off the bat of Perez. Swing and a miss by Foster. Strike one. Pirates have turned over four double plays. The second, third, sixth, and seventh innings. And Stennett and uh, Tavares have turned all of them over. Curveball up high. One ball to one strike. Four, six, three in the second and third. Six, four, three in the sixth and the seventh. And they've been the middleman twice on the four double plays. The one one pitch is uh, not coming. Uh, stepping out is Foster. The pitch underway. High fly. Left center field. Well hit. Maybe gone. It is home run, George Foster. Sixth home run gets the Reds on the board here in the eighth inning. It's a uh, 12-2 ball game, and Terry Talley will pinch it. Demery has given up a few of those. That's his seventh in uh, ten ball, eight starts. 
Crowley, a left-handed batter, takes a strike. Left-hander, batting at 250, has uh, one home run, 18 RBI. Pinch hitter, 7 for 37. Takes strike two. on top of him, count of 0-2, has the sign, the pitches down low, one ball and two strikes. Crowd getting enthusiastic on the home run by Foster, but the Reds trail 12-2. They're listening to a couple of people in their bullpen, Darrell Cheney, I think, uh, one of them. High foul, out of play down the left field line. Will McEnany will be the oncoming pitcher. As Baney will depart for the pinch hitter Crowley here in the bottom of the eighth inning. The count of one and two on Terry Crowley pinch hitting for Dick Baney. The pitch by Demery. High pop-up, third base side, and uh, believe that there has a play, and here's the dugout. He does. He reaches in. He got it. That'll retire Crowley, and it brings up Pedro. Hebner was in friendly territory there in the pirate dugout. Had a lot of time to lean over and make the grab. Not a very difficult play, but you can make it look that way if you want to. Richie just kind of casually made the play. Rose 0 for 2, takes a pitch down low for a ball. Very seldom the Bucks have been able to come into this ballpark and score like this. But nice to do it. Swing by Rose, he didn't get it. Foul tip, one ball to one strike. Nineteen hits off Reds pitching tonight. Pirates had the previous season high against Red pitching, 18. Back on June the 1st, Saturday afternoon, we beat them 14 to 1. Fastball just off the inside corner. Two balls and a strike. We're back home Friday night against the Los Angeles Dodgers. They lead the Western Division. 8.05 Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and then Sunday afternoon they wind it up in a day. 2-1 pitch. Deep to center field. Sky, uh, Oliver looking this one is going. But he's off the wall. Rose is in his second. He's got a double action first hit in the two ball games. Ball hit the straightaway center field. And Red fans getting a bit enthusiastic. Bruce Keeson will start the throw. Demery had a complete outing his last time against the New York Mets, winning 10 to 1, his first and only complete game. He'd like to wind it up here. He leads 12 to 2 with one down, Morgan the batter, Pete Rose at second base. Also loosening Raymond Hernandez along with uh, Bruce Keeson. Second time we've had activity in our bullpen. 
Earlier it occurred in the third inning when Darrell Patterson started the list. The Red fans haven't had much to cheer about here tonight, but suddenly getting enthusiastic. Morgan takes a strike. Morgan walked single, then popped up to second base, ended making a great grab in the sixth inning and very shallow right center. Change up in there, taking strike two. Morgan looks back at Bob Engel, didn't like the call at all. Still jaws with him, kicking some dirt around. Joe stepping out, puts his hands on his hips, looks up at the sky, the dark sky, and now gets in there to hit. Rose inching off second base. The count of 0-2. And the pitch by Larry. That side is a fastball. One ball and two strikes. Well, look at second the pitch. Change up outside. Two balls, two strikes. a rapidly played ball game despite all the hitting and run scoring here. Just a little over two hours old and a 12-2 ball game. And a total of 26 hits in a game. Looper into left field. Tough play coming on is Tadash makes a grab. A great play. He had to go a long way to get that ball and he took it away from Gene Klein. It was in shallow left field. Klein wouldn't have got there. Tadash the only one that could have made the play and he did. Some fine defensive play couple of them by Tavares and Stennett and four double plays turned over have certainly helped Larry Demery. Two down. It's the second time Morgan's been robbed of base hits on plays like that. First by Stennett in right center and this one by Tavares in the left center. Bench with a single in two official at bats. Steps in against Demery. Takes the curve down low. Ball one. Nice bat on the ninth inning. The Phillies lead 6-5. Foul off third. Pass Alex Gramis. One ball and one strike on bench. Ron Schuler in relief of uh, Gene Garber, who relieved the starter Dick Ruthman in the sixth inning. Ruthman, the pitcher of record. Jim Barr started. He's on the hook for the loss in that ball game. Mike Schmidt had another big night, hitting a pair of home runs. His uh, 26th and 27th of the year. Two down here in the Reds' eighth inning. The Pirates lead 12 to 2. Rose at second base in the count of one and one on Johnny Bench. Here's the pitch. Outside, two balls in the strike. again with a 2-1 pitch is in there and it's fouled back out of play. Two balls, two strikes. Hold of a real beer taste. A taste that has a way of shutting out a thirst in no time plus. 
And that's because Iron City beer is the one with that real, honest-to-goodness beer taste. And I'll tell you something else. It's a taste you'll want to fill your refrigerator with. So you'll always be set when friends drop in or a thirsty rise. And no matter who wins the game, once you break into that Iron City beer, my friend, you'll have yourself a winner. Iron City beer. Or on the iron. The new pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds will be left-hander Will McEnany. He worked uh, last night two or three innings. His record 1-0. He'll be facing Ronnie Stettert, who's stepping in for his sixth time as the Pirates are in with 19 minutes. And a couple of walks with two Cincinnati airs. And lead 12-2. The other changes we have, Terry Crowley, I believe, has gone to left field. Diaz replacing Rose. Cheney has gone to second replacing Morgan. Plummer's behind the plate replacing Bench. Those changes for Cincinnati. High pop-up behind home plate on the first pitch. Plummer drifting back. He won't have a play. It's into the crowd. Strike one. Pirates dipping into the Reds' bullpen earlier. When you do that, you're generally going to wind up scoring a lot of runs. And that's exactly what happened here. Billingham knocked out in the first inning in the big blow. A uh, two-run double by Zisk and then a two-run homer by Ed Kirkpatrick. Stennis fouls back out of play. The good news out of uh, New York for Cincinnati fans. John Matlack shuts out the Dodgers three to nothing. Mets will do that to you. I'll tell you, their pitching is uh, some kind of tough. For some reason this year, we've been able to beat them, and that's unusual. The last couple of seasons, they've been beating us. We still have a good seven games left with them in September, the last two weeks of the year, back-to-back weekends. Ball fouled off there. That'll be in Pittsburgh the 20th, 21st, and 22nd of September. And then we're in New York for four single games, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the 26th through the 29th. We wind up the season at home this year against the Cubs Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. October, first and second winding up. Then September the 30th, start out there three games. Stennett taps off the first base side, picking it up with Perez. He'll take it this time himself for the out. One down on the Pirates ninth inning. Pirates have not gone out one, two, three. In any inning except the second inning against Pedro Borbon. That's the only inning the Pirates did not have a base hit. Hebner, who's had three hits in four at-bats, is the batter. Richie looks at a fastball down low from the left-hander McEnany. Ball one. For a final on the Philadelphia Philly score. Nothing posted as yet. Six to five, the Phillies led in the ninth inning. Ground ball, right side. Takes a bat hop over the head of Perez down the right field line. Hepner will try for two. No, he'll hold there. Go by uh, 
Foster cut off by the second baseman, Cheney. Now we get a bouncing ball over the head of uh, Tony Perez out of the sliding pit at first base for the Pirates' 20th hit. And the Pirates lead 12 to 2. Western Division ball clubs uh, losing tonight. Houston won 3 to 1. That equals the Pirates' tie for the year of uh, 20 hits. Oliver in there takes the strike. Chopping foul at the feet of Al. One ball or no ball, two strikes. Oliver's had a couple of hits. He's gone two for four. Move his batting average up to about 3.7. 3.07. Pirates had 20 hits in a ball game against New York on April the 21st. High fly to right field. Well hit. Back at Foster on the warning track. Looking, it is gone. Home run. Well, you might as well enjoy it while it's there because... These nights don't come along that often. This seems like everything they're hitting is sliding holes, well-hit home runs, and that's only the second home run of the night, but the Pirates now are in with 21 hits, and they lead 14-2. to two. This is what you call a pummeling. They beat the Reds 14-1 to one back in uh, June the 1st in this ballpark, and we beat them winning here 14-2. to two. Stennis the batter. Or start flies rather than a batter. He replaced Starzo in left field. First time he is up, takes the pitch away. Ball one. That's number eight home run for Oliver. He's driven in five runs on the night of the 14 the Bucks have scored. He has 54. Foul back out of the glove of uh, Plummer. One ball and one straight. That, by the way, is the highest RBI total for anybody this year. Oliver with uh, five RBIs for Oliver. One ball and two strikes on Gene Clines. One down on the patch night. Gene pops it up off the right side. Tony Perez, Cheney drifting over. The second baseman will make the play. Two down. Now well, Larry Demery has had himself uh, two good outings here with uh, batting support. Beyond compare, ten to one beating the Mets the last time, right? And he leads fourteen to two here into the ninth inning. Foul back out of play by Ziff. Richie's had four hits in five at best. The only time they got him out in the eighth inning, hit one in the hole at shortstop. And with Klein's on at first base, pinch running for Stargell. The only play they had was at second, and they got him. Well, he's moved his average over 320. McEnany's pitch is foul. Back out of play. And the count is nothing in two. Dodgers only got four hits off uh, Matt Black. Matlack's win is 11th against nine defeats, downing the losing pitcher. He's four and six. 
Wrist pops foul down the left field line, right on the line. It's going to be a fair ball grab, I believe. And no, foul ball grab. Crowley runs him off to make the up. That'll retire the Pirates in the ninth inning. Two runs. So now Oliver's eighth home run. He's driven in five on the night. Two hits, no errors, nobody left. And we go to the bottom of the ninth inning. The Pirates lead 14-2. to two. You know, the old gunner here has been doing the Pirate play-by-play for Iron City now for 18 years. Great years. Just filled with exciting moments. Great players and a lot of fine, fine fans. And you know, something I've learned over the years is that baseball fans know their beer and they like it. That's why they've helped make Iron City beer the number one beer around here year after year. Of course, it's tough to put your finger on any one reason. But maybe it's because Iron City is made with more ingredients. And all those ingredients are the very best a good beer ought to have. So when you start into a tall, frosty glass of Iron City beer, you know it's an Iron City. Because you can't miss that rich, full flavor, that lively tang, that beautiful, creamy head, that real, honest-to-goodness beer taste. You take it from the gunner. If you want to sink your thirst into the best beer around here, you've got to get the number one beer. Iron City. Yes, my friends, pour on the iron. Well, here's a final score out of Philadelphia. The Phillies hold on to defeat San Francisco, 6-5. Dick Rufin wins the ball game. First time in a while. He's had a victory. Five runs, ten hits, and no errors for San Francisco. Six runs, eight hits, and one error for the Phillies. Rufin won it. His record, 5-9. and nine. Barr lost it. His record, 10-6. and six. 27,618 at Philadelphia. Well, the Phillies will stay right where they are and maybe pick up ground because Cardinals uh, trail San Diego 2-1. to one. But That game very early. That's in the uh, bottom of the sixth inning. Cardinals back. The leadoff batter is Tony Perez here in the Reds' ninth inning. The pitch in there for a strike. Sudsy Sutherland homered for Detroit. His fifth in the eighth with one on. to fight a score on that ball game. One ball and one strike on Perez. Foul back out of play. Kansas City had led uh, five to nothing, but Mangoria's come on in the eighth inning. It's a five to two ball game following the home run by Sudsy Sutherland. Milwaukee and Texas, no score. They're through four innings of play. Texas. Larry Demery tried to pick up his third win against four defeats here, leading by a big margin of 14 to 2. Sends a fastball inside on Perez. Two balls, two strikes. Perez has bounced into two double plays, and he's gone 0 for 3 against Larry. The wind-up in the pitch, just outside, ball three. Full count of three and two, Demery's walk three, but has uh, worked a three-ball count on a number of hitters here tonight. His big problem in the third inning, but he got out of it with a double play. High foul, out of play off the first base side. The count holds at three and two. 
Perez the other day here with an RBI moved into number two in the all-time Cincinnati totals. Just behind Frank Robinson moved ahead of uh, Ted Klesiski. 3-2 pitch. Line drive left field. Back is Klein. He has room. He's got it. And all Emery's trying to do is put the ball in play and right down a shoot. Ball was well hit, but directly to the left fielder, Gene Klein. that will bring up Dan Dreesen, who's had two of the Cincinnati seven hits. Don Gullett goes tomorrow against Jim Rucker, the final meeting of these two ball clubs in 1974, the regular season. Dreesen swings and misses on a fastball, strike one. Demery is just 21 years of age, with 0-4, but has uh, started to put some wins together here. Foul, back out of play. Count of nothing and two. The count of 0-2 and the pitch in the dirt on a changeup. One ball and two strikes. Pirates have uh, done the job defensively tonight. No errors and turned over four double plays. Tavares and Stennett have just simply sparkled out there at short and second. Aside from that, you look at 21 hits and 14 runs and it pretty much tells you everything, doesn't it? What is known in the trade as the laugher, and there aren't that many of those during the year. High fly down the left field line is going to drift out of play into the crowd. Fly's giving chase, but pretty well hit by Dreesen to the opposite field. Dreesen's the guy who hit the ball last night that Stargell made the great grab on him. Try to recall. Either Geronimo, I don't know who, on the left-handed batter. Demery's 1-2 pitch. Foul by Dreesen. Behind home plate. One down on the bottom of the ninth inning. The Pirates lead 14-2. But the Reds won't lose any ground because the Mets again beat the Dodgers 3-0 in a shutout by John Matlack. Gary Grody at a two-run horn. Curve in the dirt. The count of 2-2. Uh, two two. Phillies 1-6-5 over San Francisco. Houston beat Chicago this afternoon 3-1. San Diego leads St. Louis 2-1. They're in the bottom of the fifth inning. And Atlanta beat Montreal 4-3. Fly ball, deep to left field. Finds back looking at the wall. It is gone home run. hit the ball and bounced right on top of the fence and bounced out of the ballpark. The Reds' second home run. The fourth of the season by Dreesen. He hit that ball at 10 to left field. And the score is 14 to 3. The batter, Cesar Geronimo, 0 for 3 against Demery. You mentioned all Demery's trying to do right here is put the ball in play. Unfortunately, that was where nobody could play. Foul back out of play. Foster homered in the eighth inning. 
Dreesen in the neck. High fly to left field. Fine makes an easy play on this one. Two down, and we're down to the final out here in this long evening of baseball, and then Concepcion will step in, looking for his fourth hit, and his first hit in for it back. Pirates uh, scored 14 runs twice previously in San Francisco and here in Cincinnati. Earlier in the season, fastball inside, sends a Concepcion sprawling. He's down, and he thought people were throwing at him earlier in that ball game in Pittsburgh. If you think a guy's throwing at you with a 14-3 score, why, ain't no way. He went out, I think, in front of the mound, in front of the batter's box, and might have said something to Demery, I don't know. The ground ball, a short stop, Tavares, long throw. Can he get him? He didn't. Yeah, he's safe. That's the base hit, an infield single by Dave Concepcion. He was hit on the fist of the ball and didn't get out there too quickly. Tavares is long throw. Not in time. This fellow runs very well. Foster will step in. He's had a home run and a single in three at best. 14 to 3 is the score. Pirates out in front. Two down in the red ninth inning. Foster takes a strike. Now he's given up nine hits. Most of them coming here in the later innings. Five of them. Down ball to third, that'll do it. Hefner gets an easy play at second base for the fourth play on Concepcion. The Pirates win a lapper, 14 to 3. How big is your beer thirst? Really big? Then you need the beer taste to satisfy it. Iron City beer. And to help your great thirst make it through nine innings, Iron City gives you that big beer taste in cans of 16-ounce returnable or non-returnable bottles. Now, 16 ounces is a lot of beer, but... Then you've got a lot of thirst. One tall, frosty, 16-ounce bottle of Iron City beer packs the kind of bracing beer flavor that only a man-sized beer thirst can handle. And you know the kind of beer thirst I'm talking about. It starts with the first pitch and goes all the way to the last out. But Iron City was made to handle it. This is a beer that has it all. The most select hops, the most careful brewing, and the best of everything else it takes to make Iron City taste just the way your thirst wants it. Take home a case of Iron City in the returnable or non-returnable 16-ounce bottles. When you're really ready to pour it on, pour on the iron. Your host is in Iron City beer, and uh, the Pirates put on quite a performance here tonight. Their third time that they've scored 14 runs in a ball game. The second time in its ballpark is we won it 14 to 3 on a 21 hit attack. The most hits ever this season by the Pirates. Previous high had been 20 at New York 
than 18 earlier against the Reds in this ballpark. Larry Demery, the benefit of a very big first inning when the Pirates chase starter Jack Billingham with five hits and five runs after he retired only two batters before Bowen replaced him, and it was all Pittsburgh from that time on. But the key base hit turned out to be after Stennett, Hebner, and Oliver opened with singles to load the base. Stargell struck out on three pitches, and then uh, Billingham went the count of no balls and two tracks on Zisk. He then worked into 2-2. Two -two. Then in the breaking ball, out over the plate, Zisk lined to double down the left field line to score two. Sangian drove in a run with a ground ball to short. Then Ed Kirkpatrick homered off Billingham for a five-run first inning. And they chased him, and Bourbon came on. Bainey and McEnany followed. Pirates scored two in the fourth inning, two in the sixth, two in the seventh, one in the eighth, and two in the ninth. Home runs by Kirkpatrick, his fourth, second in as many nights, and it came uh, with one on in the first inning. The other home run, Al Oliver in the ninth inning, his eighth of the year, with a runner on base. And uh, highlighting the night, Hebner went four for five, this went four for six. That's the fifth time this year that Hebner has had four hits in a ball game. And the third time that Zisk has gone that way, too. Now Oliver drove in five runs, and that's the most by any Pirate this season. Eclipsing the four by uh, earlier by Richie Hebner and Richie Zisk. They did it each once earlier this season. The only Pirate regular that didn't get a hit was Manny Sanguin, and he lined out about four times. He was over five and ended his hitting streak at seven ball games. The line score, 14 runs, 21 hits and no errors, nine left for the Pirates. Three runs, nine hits, and two errors. Five left for Cincinnati. Demery wins it. His record now three and four. He's won three in a row. Billingham, the losing pitcher. His record, 14 wins and eight defeats. The Reds' home runs. Foster his sixth and Dreesen his fourth in the eighth and ninth inning, respectively, with nobody on base. So the Pirates for the time this year go over the 500 mark with a record now of 59 wins and 58 defeats. We will not gain any ground on the Phillies. They won already six to five. In St. Louis, we're trying to get a score on that one. It may be coming over here very shortly. But the way we have it, it's uh, San Diego leading 2-1 to one with the Cardinals batting in the bottom of the fifth inning. That still has a long way to go. Romo going against Sonny Siebert in that ballgame. But our record against the Reds now is four wins and seven defeats. We have won three in this ballpark, so at least we're going to get a split. We know that. Tomorrow, Jim Rooker hopefully can make it a sweep. And if we get a sweep here, it'll make every team in the Western Division that we have swept at least once in one series. And Rooker will go against the Reds' top pitcher, Don Gullett, tomorrow night. So for the gunner, Bob Prince, for our engineer, Larry Schnee, and for our producer, Bill Richards, back at the studio in Pittsburgh, Nellie King saying so long. This game was brought to you in part by Iron City Beer. When you're really ready to pour it on, pour on the iron. By Joy, nature's food for dogs. Higher in protein, it still costs less than most other brands. And by your pirate land, Chrysler Plymouth dealer, who has immediate delivery on America's number one selling compact. Once again, the final score, the Pirates on a 21-hit attack beat the Reds 14-3. This is the Pirate Baseball Network. <laughs>